Do you struggle with putting yourself first? Are you tired of feeling burnt out and overwhelmed from constantly putting the needs of others before your own? I have created a sacred space that will be available once a week for 10 weeks to learn, dive deep, and create your boundaries to boost your confidence and self-worthiness. Go to www.krista-luna.com and sign up for the Master Your Boundaries course starting in September 2023. And use the code PARANORMAL to get 30% off today on www.krista-luna.com. Check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the first episode this week of Paranormal, the New Normal. I'm your host, as always, Jeremy, just trying to bring a little normalcy to this world. Does it ever happen? Yeah, no, it just never happens, and I like it that way. So, but as always, to try to help me bring normalcy, we have a new, another new guest this week, and my guest this week, which I've been looking forward to for a long time, is Linda Despard, divine channeler and psychic medium, and probably a lot more because everybody's more than they advertise themselves as. So, but first things first, Linda, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting the my crown chakra is going woo <laughs> when you said, uh, oh, as always, a little bit more than what we advertise, and that is so true. <laughs> So is cool. that what that is? Okay. The crown chakra. Yeah, crown chakra. Yeah. That yeah. I listeners, I finally have a name for that funny feeling in the middle of my head I get all the time. Crown chakra. Yay. <laughs> yeah, well, there's all kinds of stuff. So if it's in the middle, could I'm like, do you want to go there right now? Do you want to? <laughs> well, we we can get into that. In a bit, but I gotta ask you the questions yeah. I ask everybody because yes, it's always like these questions that spark everything else. Always, but the first question I ask everybody, and this is a simple question, but it's just informational and entertaining as can be, and it's always different. What got you into the world of paranormal spirit spiritual realms? Mm. Um, so I've always been connected in some sort of way since I was younger, I've seen things um, and then growing up, but getting into my type of work that I'm doing now, um, it started with some mediumship that started to happen. All right. Which, so how did the mediumship start for you? Because every... Every psychic is different. That's what I love about it. Every psychic meme is different and they all have different, like it all pops up at different places. And that's what I like because it's yeah. it's like being an X-Men. We all get our, they all get the powers at different times. Like, Oh yeah, I love X-Men too. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, I started working with somebody who assisted me with um, breaking through some trauma and karmic cycles. And once I started going through that process, um, all of a sudden my gifts started to increase greatly. Um, and at the time I was detailing boats. I had a boat business and I started receiving some messages and um, mediumship just started going off. It was, it was wild. That's, mm, well, I mean, it's funny because I'm working with a 
Reiki energy worker right now who I advertise for on my show. Shout out to Jesse Jackson. And she has been doing bi-weekly sessions with me to try to help me get more control of my life in a way. Like just try to help me figure out my purpose in life and what I'm meant to do. I mean, right. all signs point to podcasting, but am I hundred percent on that? Of course not. So I, she offered her services and I of course said yes, because I, I don't know. I like, I like being evaluated. I like being tested. Like it's just mentally, like physically, no, like don't ask me to go back to gym class and do anything. Cause I never will do it. But like mentally, I like to be constantly worked on. Like it's just a expansive. thing of mine. Yeah. It's expansive. I mean, yeah. I feel like, and they say we only use so much of our brains and there's more we can unlock. And we'll get into this in a little bit with why I said earlier when we first started, but I, I feel like there's more in my brain I got unlocked that I don't use, and I feel like it could benefit me in the future. But let me get to the second question, though, because before I forget to ask it, because I forget all the time. Have you had any experiences with anything in the paranormal realm, whether it be ghosts slash spirits, which I'm, I'm sure that's where it's going to go with this one, but or extraterrestrials or cryptids, the less likely of the bunch, but... Have you had any of those type of experiences yet? Lots, as recent as this morning. <laughs> oh, please. In my, yeah, please. yeah. Right, so well, there's a lot and it's like, which way do we go and where do we start, really? Well, Because there's just so much. Here's what I'm thinking. Let's start with this morning because I feel like if things happen in the same day as you being on a paranormal podcast, I feel like they kind of could be related somehow. I don't know why, but they could be. But, and then from there, we'll see where we go. But, right, right. Um, hmm. Spirit works in very mysterious ways. Um, and so does darkness, right? So, um, I'm just reflecting on my day today. So this morning, um, yeah, I was uh, doing a healing for myself, and that's what I do every morning, cleansing my energy. And um, all of a sudden, my guides said, drop into observation, dropped into observation, and right in my face was a creature. And I'm like, hmm, I've seen you before. I don't know exactly what you are, but I have a good idea what you are. Um, and I didn't go any further with it because I've already had conversations with this being before, um, and I'm not afraid of it. So yeah, that happened. Um, I've had some very significant signs where I have pictures of, um, like, <laughs> this is weird, but lip marks on my shower on my shower stall. Um, really? Yep, and I have pictures of, um, it looks like a creature's hand in my shower stall. And I was like, I'm, I'm gonna try to debunk this. I'm gonna try to debunk this. I put my hand up against it. Oh no, that's not my hand, not at all. No, no, that's not my hand. And you know, I asked my guides and nope, that's not your hand, you're right. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> well, kind of curious so, now because you you said you think you know what this creature is, and I mean, since I know what you do, I kind of have a feeling where this is going, but I could be a hundred percent wrong, and that's the part that uh, the curiosity kills me. I'm like, call me a cat that way, but um, what do you think it is, and does it possibly start with a D? <laughs> yeah, I don't like to I don't like to give it names because. Um, one, I'm just going to say it's extraterrestrial. Oh, which that could mean, I mean, I actually, most I actually certainly could, is that was just downloaded. Uh, most certainly is. Mm -hmm. All right. Which I mean, I could be technically right with the D thing too, because we don't know what they are. So, I mean, I don't like to invoke the name of these creatures, but right. Right. We'll call we'll call them underworldly beings for now because that's the best way to put it without yes. getting specifications. Yeah. But yes. And whether they are extraterrestrial or not in origin, we don't know. That's the that's one of the biggest paranormal wormholes is we don't know what they are by nature. I mean, 
Yes, if you're religious, they mean one thing. And if you're not, they can mean a thousand things. But depends right. what you go by. But, and that, just, just to tell you, if I saw, the, if I saw that in my shower, I'd be, I would never go in that shower again. <laughs> I'd rather go to work smelly every day than have to deal with that. But. Well, the thing is, you know, I, I will just say very honestly, uh, Jeremy, that about six, seven months ago, I would be scared of darkness. But I've been through so much training now that I know firsthand that you cannot, you cannot show any fear because then they will play you like puppets. So it's, what are you doing? What do you want? Okay, please leave now because I'm not from the dark, I'm from the light and darkness does not belong here, you know? Um, and just sending them along their merry way, obviously with, training <laughs> ah, obviously but, i mean if, yeah if, it's if someone, it's pretty if someone, intense if someone without training tries doing the same thing it's gonna laugh at them and just keep doing what it's doing but yeah i, I mean as as someone who i mean there was a time in my life where i would have gladly given to the darkness if it actually gave me the chance but i don't know i mean i've been at a point in my life where i was in a void a gray void and there was not, for many, many years, I was in a gray void and I was looking for something, whether it would be light or darkness. It didn't really matter to me at that point, just something. And wanted to belong somewhere. Wanted to belong slash wanted power, you know, the, the, the yeah. usual, the usual mid 20 angsty years. But I mean, it's just trying to find your place in the world and trying to find something beyond this world that you can belong in. Right. And or what's beyond this world even. I mean, because that's the reason I started this podcast for the main part is one, I love the paranormal and two, I want to know what's out there. And I'm agnostic by, if you want to give a name to religions, I'm agnostic. And I don't like to say there's nothing out there because I was an atheist for years, but I feel like there's got to be something out there. I just don't know what it is. And that's the part that makes me, that's the part that drives me crazy slowly is because I don't know what's out there. And I know there's something there has to be i've seen signs but i just none of them actually point me like in like a there's none of those big like movie signs where like it literally is pointing something like right here this is what you need to look for like i never had that kind of sign i've had me i've had little signs here and there i know there's extraterrestrials i know there's other things out there that i live with things that are out there that are passed on things but we just i don't know it's just that's why I like talking to psychic mediums the most. I mean, I've, out of all my episodes, that's probably who I talk to the most is because they have experience that I don't have and that I desperately want. Ah, you know, I will say this, that we're all capable. We all have gifts, right? So we all have um, sight, hearing, and feeling. We can have it. Uh, what happens is we're working so much, uh, the government suppresses us, we're in the matrix fully. So we're in the matrix, we can't focus and calm our minds down enough to allow the messages to come in, to allow the sight, you know, to allow the feeling. So they keep us with chains on our hands and our ankles. But um, we are all able to do it. We are. Which mm, brings you, brings me right back to what we talked about at the beginning. I love how that works. But first things first, what's going on, Anthony? I'm glad you're watching, buddy. Uh, your episode that dropped this past Wednesday has been getting a lot of uh, traction, buddy. I thank you for it. We'll have to get you back on soon. But, but yeah, I mean, what I was saying in the beginning is like, Every time since I started this show, and this never happened till I started this show, which leads me down the road that podcasting is the right way to go. But since I started the show, every time I talk to anybody who's in the spiritual field, mediums, psychics, channelers, take your pick. I can't think of any more names at this point, but there's a lot of other a lot of other fields that cover this type of stuff. But ever since that happened, like when I'm talking to them halfway through the interview or even sooner sometimes, right in the temple right in the middle of my head i get like this feeling that i can't shake until the interview is long over and i've been told before we're we're activating you slowly slowly but surely maybe i i I I can hope 
Yeah, no, we're activating and, you. <laughs> and that's, oh, that's that, so that, cool. I think that's what it is. I mean, part of me wishes it would happen a little faster, but I mean, I, it's just the whole, I mean, I've had so many mediums say it before too, like, yeah, you're getting activated. It may take time, but you're getting activated. And like you said, though, in this world we live in, where I have to work a nine to five job, have kids, dogs, and a wife to spend time with, and also have a pot four podcasts I'm on on a regular basis. I mean, it's just the time to. I don't meditate. I can't meditate. Like oh, the time to yeah. sit. The time to sit there and actually clear my head and just do literally do nothing for a few minutes and just meditate. Like I just. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. My days are so scheduled well, out. It just doesn't happen. Meditation comes in all forms. So you could be driving home and you can meditate. So just clearing your mind while you're driving. And if you're getting images, that's meditating. I feel like that would lead to, a, to an accident. <laughs> but I mean, it, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it depends on the person, right? Or like mowing the lawn. Um, you could be meditating during that and you might not even know it. It's, I mean, it's going into that nothingness, you know? See, I just, that right there is a thing. It's going into that nothingness and my brain doesn't work that way. My brain doesn't shut. I mean, just, as I told you, I have biweekly like classes with this amazing Reiki worker and energy worker. And I just can't, like, even when she does her Reiki sessions, like, I can clear my mind to some degree, and, like, I can feel her energy working on me, but it never, I never can clear my mind fully. Like, there's always something in the background. There's some grind, there's some gears back there that are grinding away, like, no, you need to think about this a little bit right now. Like, it's just, I mean, it's it's a personal thing, and I'm working, I'm working on it daily, but it's just, there's too much going on. Like, I just, uh, it's just too much going it on in my head time. all the time. It does. Right. I mean, it takes time. I wouldn't be uh, where I'm at today if I was still doing a nine to five job. So the universe gifted back my um, corporate like job. I was working in an office and I felt like a caged animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, my gifts were starting to slowly come in. And then once, you know, that job was just expired. I was like, okay, this is it. And it's just been nonstop healing and working on myself and tapping into working with my guides and channeling and all of that. I've been told by other people in the profession that that day may come for me eventually, but it's not just my time yet. And I I mean, the day that day comes and I can work on a, I can work on my podcast every day, fully all day, I will be the happiest man in the world because it's truly what I love doing. And I, I mean, I literally had to rush last night to edit an episode to release on Wednesday. And I had to release a special this past Saturday instead of a normal episode because I just didn't have time to edit it. And I mean, it's just, yeah. it's the way it goes. I mean, it's, it, it ebbs and flows the time you have, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's been a year and. My my awakening's been taking over a year at this point, and it's getting to the point where it's almost frustrating. I don't want to say it is because it's not because I love this, but it's just like, mm-hmm. give me a little more, give me a little more. Let me feel like I'm working towards something here rather than just the same feeling over and over again. And that cold feeling you got, I get that constantly on this show. And I know sometimes it's the spirit in my house that's chilling next to me. I'm sure, I'm sure, but other times I don't know what it is. Yeah, quite a few actually. <laughs> I saw two to three. <laughs> I was like, okay, two to three. So what does that mean? Do you uh, want me to tap in? Oh, be my <laughs> be my guest, but while you're doing that, yeah, my my pleasure, brother. And uh haunted dolls. No, I'm good at haunted dolls, man. I don't I don't mess around with I don't fuck with no haunted dolls. Robert the doll can stay in free in Key West and Annabelle can stay where oh, the house she ran want, off to. Yeah, I don't I don't want any haunted dolls. No. <laughs> no, I've I've, I've heard I've enough I've heard enough bad stories. No, it's not good. Mm-mm. I've heard enough bad stories about haunted dolls. My wife would love one, but I don't want one. No, no, no. <laughs> I got enough stuck one on my house. And hello, Marianne. Ghost House Paranormal Pit, New Jersey. <laughs> we gotta get you guys in the show sometime. Message me, Jeremy Bryant. Let's do it. But all right, now we're back to it though. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I know I've been told by investigators and by other mediums that the husband and wife who originally built this house still live here. And we've had dynamic proof to that. We've had animals killed by spirits. No other way they could have died. We've, I haven't seen things necessarily either than out of the corner of my eye. And I really don't count those as real sightings, but people at my house have seen things before. So I know I have, I know I have two spirits at least here, but I've also been told by mediums that my grandparent, one of my grandfathers was here at one point. So who knows? Maybe I'm walking around with the army of ghosts behind me. I would, wouldn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. I talk about them enough. Right. Well, our loved ones are always around. Um, and then we sense them and feel them when we allow. So like my loved ones, they only come in every once in a great while. Um, but that's for me, that's different. I think, you know, for mediumship, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I, if I calm down enough to allow them to come in and speak to me. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm kind of forced like yesterday. Like, okay, there's my great grandfather. Cool. <laughs> but um, as far as your house, I saw somebody that had like lighter colored hair that was a woman. And then for a man, there was a man that had darker hair. And um, it looks between the 30s and 40s. 30s and wait a minute, you said the man had darker hair? Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, because they died in the the two who the married couple who previously owned this house died in their seventies, I think. So they're okay. definitely not that age range, but um. Or at but least, how at least... old is the? Well, that's the year. So that's the year, the time frame that they're showing me. How old is the house? It was built in the seventies, I believe, late sixties or and maybe even sixty-seven. Land. What about the land? So this is a uh, misconception too for some time. Some people well, they'll be like, oh well, the the house was built in 1990. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the land? Well, I mean, yeah, and I, I understand that concept completely. The land is sometimes an issue as well. And as from what I've been told by neighbors, this street which was originally built by the family that moved in here, and like the four different parties of that family built it like built up this street and they built the house and okay well i, I just want to address this really fast marianne says she feels an older man's been hanging around you she's smelling cigars which i mean i don't know if if riley the guy who lived here originally smoked i don't know i had no proof of that i never knew him personally but it's possible. I mean, he's he likes to hang around the garage in the basement in the carport. So, from what I've been told, so that's very possible. I mean, we've caught or we caught an orb in the garage, so we believe it's him. But I don't know. I Is mean, younger guy. I'm sorry. Do you have a cape? What kind of house do you have? Does it look? Is it like a smaller cape? Uh it's a three-bedroom, one-bathroom. I mean, you know, I mean, when I first bought it, my family looked like thought it was like they thought I bought a trailer at first from the way it looked, but it has a basement, so obviously it's not a trailer. But right, right. So I mean, I don't think it's a Cape Cod design house, I, but I am also not that type of person who knows that type of stuff. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> watch for, watch for nail throwing. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Marianne, you say that because we find nails and screws all over the yard, like even after we like think we get them all next time we go through the yard my like my daughter my my daughter will my daughter will run up and like hand us another one she found in the yard and i mean yeah the owner of the house like the mickey mouse everything around this house but speaking of the devil but um but speaking uh but i mean he liked the mickey mouse things around this house so i don't know (laughs) but i so it's yeah the nails the nails get thrown around thing kind of it doesn't make sense in a way, because we oh. find stuff in the yard constantly. Like we have a cup in the in the front porch that we fill up with stuff we find. And it's half full of nails and bolts and screws and all that stuff. And grass. Yeah, and grass weed. Wow. So I mean, it's. But what you said about the younger guy, I mean, my best friend, when I lived in New York, who I lived with for a while, 
he died in a house fire in 2017, I think it was, or 2018. And he was very sick, and a lot the cops thought he OD'd on something and possibly just let the house burn, but that's not like him. So I don't think that's what happened. I think it was purely accidental, but I don't know. I mean, and I've been told by people that he's around me before, too. So, I mean, that one I don't know about. Like, I just, if it's, if it, his name is Brian. If he's here, dude, talk to me. I would love to talk to you again. I miss talking to you. You were my conscious for a long, long time. And yet, yes, Mary, oh, Marianne, yes, that is the, the guy, R- Raleigh, the guy who lived here originally, he, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Brian didn't really like to build things. I mean, if you're put, if those two go together, um, it was Brian with a Y. But uh, I mean, he didn't really like to, he didn't he didn't really build things as far as I knew, and I knew him for a good decade. Like I never saw him build anything besides a collection of vodka bottles. But <laughs> but I mean, he I don't know. I think you might be getting mixed signals from a couple of different spirits. I really don't know. I mean, it's just right. yeah, you never know. I mean, you it's just. Know. Well, but, also, it's like I'm being I'm being reminded that uh, when we like transition, we go back to I don't know. It, it's interesting. It's hard to articulate wholeness, right? So we're also part of our other past lives as well. But we can come forward from what I'm gathering and seeing right now. We can come forward and explain and co- like provide confirmation from this past life this lifetime now uh there's just so many layers it's hard to um articulate all of that there's a lot of well, layers a lot of layers well, marianne says that she texts that name before i says name even so i mean it, he could be watching over me because he was like a big brother to me in a way so i mean i don't know i'm not I ain't trying to start no war of the mediums here or anything, but <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're, is he a few years older than you? Yeah. He was a few years older. I than just, me. I just heard him say, tell him I'm a few years older than him. He was, <laughs> I, 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 I was born in 88. He was born in like 84 to 86, somewhere in that range. He had a few years on I me. Just saw, I just saw a three. A um, a three. I mean, he would, he might be born in 83. I don't know. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I honestly don't remember what his really, what his age was. Hmm. I'm like, are we doing mediumship? What are we doing here? <laughs> Cause I'm not clicked in for mediumship right now, but if you want, I can, I mean, there's so many things to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, all right. Let me ask you this. This is something I like to ask all mediums that are on my show at some point. What was the most, what experience did you have? I don't want to say horrifying, but what experience did you like jump back and be like, whoa, this is not something I want to be involved in right now? (laughs) Oh, when I was dropped into observation in Russia. (laughs) Oh, you've been to Russia. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so before or have, after this whole Ukraine thing? Um, no. Like, so this was a few months ago, back in November. Oh, so the Ukraine November, stuff started right now, right? November, December, and mid-January. Oh, so that, that was right in the middle of all this horribleness with the Ukraine. So, yeah. Right, right. So I was dropped into observation to um, a bunker, and I saw huge missiles. Um, And I've also seen um, the Russian president yelling at his psychic advisor. And I was like, get me out, get me out, get me out. Because I don't, I don't know. At that time, I'm like, I don't know if they can see me. And I don't want them, you know what I mean? I don't want them doing anything to me. So it's like, no, mm mm-mm. No. And it's interesting because I mentioned it to somebody a few months ago. I said, um, they're getting ready for something. And I don't watch the news, period. I don't watch the news. Me either. But yeah. um, 
I'm like, they're getting ready for something. And I could see them running around and preparing. And then um, just a few weeks ago, I put on my browser and it said that there was like a hidden bunker that was found that was his. And I was like, I was just talking about that a few months ago. And I was there. I saw it. Which, which, the, what you just said right there, that Russia, the Russian president has a psychic advisor. I don't think our, I mean, our, I'm not getting we into politics, one. do we? Yeah, I know too. past, I, I know past presidents have, but I didn't think that Biden would do that. They all have one. Biden is being played like a puppet. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know well, where to go with that, but I've felt that since he got into office. And, well, and I, mean, I just all presidents are puppets to some degree because they the president in the United States literally holds next to no power. It's all every other branch of the government that holds power over them because they choose what they want them to do. They just advise them on the best course of action, and then he gets to pick whoever kind of butters his bread the best to do with that action. But in my opinion, I mean, that's from, from that's why I learned from history class from government classes in school. So right, I mean, right. well, what I what I know, Marianne, like what I feel. Go ahead, go ahead, Marianne. Go ahead. It's fine. Just wrong with that. What I, uh, what I know and what I feel about the situation is that more so than the president previous, this current president is being like fully controlled. Well, it's, I mean, you can't, you can't control what comes out of Trump's mouth, let alone what he did, so. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> oh god yeah like i said i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to turn this into a political argument at all but, no, but the, the gosh, fact that you oh uh yeah i try to avoid politics in this podcast for that reason because I, I have political views that a lot of people don't like but um and i try to avoid that so i don't lose listeners because of that but but i mean it's interesting you say that because i actually had i had a publisher on my show a few a month ago now probably and I was supposed to have the author on originally of this book, and the author passed away. But the publisher came on still, unbeknown to me until I actually saw him, or saw his screen, because he didn't do video. But the author was a reptilian, a vampiric reptilian, according to his book he wrote, which, whether there's truth in that or not, I don't know. I believe it's possible, but I don't know. I have no, I have no physical proof to say, but... According to the that was again? He, the author was a vampiric reptilian, according to what I've been told. Which, whether they exist or not, I don't know. It's possible. All things are possible in this world. That's one thing I learned. But according to him, the world is going to end in twenty. Our world as we know it will end in twenty twenty five. And I'll be damned if signs are pointing that way. I'll be damned. I mean, I like, I like to think the governments are working out, work things out eventually and not have us go that way, but you know, things, the government can't control everything, so you never know. Our world as we know it is going to end in 2025. No, that's a big no. Um, what I see is that there's certain individuals that are being awakened, that have been sent here, that are um, from different planets. <laughs> and we're we're finding out what planets that we're from because there's like myself i have certain characteristics from different planets um are you a starseed are you a starseed or indigo indigo child whatever you prefer to be called so I don't even know what I would even call I would even call myself because starseed it feels about fifty percent. There's much more there. So I haven't quite gotten to what is it, right? Um, 
I met somebody a few weeks ago when I did a visit at their house and um, the individual that led me there was saying, you know, there may be a portal. And I'm like, well, there's portals everywhere, you know? So yes, there was a portal. Yes, it needed to be tended to, but there was also a vortex there. Um, anyways, long story short, the homeowner was like, what are you? Um, I was like, I don't even, I don't even know how to uh, articulate that because there's so much to what I am. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I mean, there's so much in this world, I mean, and I've talked to starseeds in this show before, and I, I mean, I could be a starseed and not know it for God's sake. I mean, anybody, yeah. God's sake, whatever you want to say it, right. but I mean, anybody could be, and that's the thing. I mean, do, were extraterrestrials here before us? I can 100%, I can 100% believe that. I can 100% believe it. Have I seen the proof of it? Of course, no, but no, no. None of us really have. But, and Marianne, I don't know. I mean, if Raleigh was a World War II soldier, I have no idea. He could have been. He might have been at the right age. I think he might have been a little bit too young for that, but I could be wrong. I mean, I've been told my grandfather's been in this house before, and both my grandpa- both my grandfathers were World War II soldiers, so that's... you. I, I don't know what to think about that. And... Something big will be coming. We are all focused on what's going inside the world. That this outer vision is very scary. Yeah, that's what I've been told by a lot of people. Is that what's going to happen is not going to be humans. It's not going to be inside our world. It's going to be coming from outside our world, and we're going to have to learn to live with it, learn to adjust to what happens. Which I don't. I personally don't know what to think about that. I really don't. I mean, it's just it is what it is. I mean, I can't change the future, and I can't stop the future. So. Whatever happens is going to happen. I 100 believe. I I'm 100 behind that theory, and I'll live with it best it's I can. It's already happening. So, oh, it is. I it's mean, been, it's been happening. COVID was like the start of the blackout. It's been happening. The clearing has been happening. You know, that was like a a clearing because there was the world is overpopulated. Mm-hmm. There's just there's so much to it. There's so much to it. And it's it's just, it's already happening. If we open our eyes and look around, it's like, yeah, okay. It's, I mean, it's already happening. I, I 100% agree. I mean, there's so much, I mean, extraterrestrials probably have been here since the beginning of time. And they, they might have left for a while, even when we start getting intelligent enough to realize these are not the same as us. But I mean, were they going to come back eventually? Or have they been here and hiding the whole time? I 100% can believe that. I 100% can believe that. And I mean, it's scary in a way because we have been, our minds have been filled. All this pop culture of aliens are going to take us over and destroy us or aliens are going to take over the world and we're going to be slaves. Like that type of pop culture has filled our minds, but that might not be the truth. They may want to work together with us to make us have a better world. And that they might do be... want to work together with us and they can't well, come here because people are too scared and then people would be trying to blow them up because they don't have the knowledge to understand what they're trying to do. Exactly. It, I mean, you just, you just said a mouthful. You just said a mouthful and I agree 100%. I mean, it's just, we've all been blinded. Pop culture blinds I mean, us all and... I'm a victim I would have been scared last year. I would have, I totally would have been scared when I met with my mentor and she told me in person, like, you're going to have a client that's going to be an alien. And this is how you can tell if they are. And I looked at her like she was buku crazy, but sure enough, a month later, I had an individual who was a client and I was speaking to extraterrestrial beings and channeling them for him. And I was like, this is wild. This, this is, this is insane. Like, is this really happening? Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Do you really believe that all extraterrestrials are coming? And that, I mean, not that they're all coming, but that you believe they're all really coming to help us? Or do you think there are some that have more sinister emotions in mind? They're already here to help us because the ones that already have the, you know, 
these generations, they've been here. They've been here. They've been doing their thing. They've, they've made this uptick happen. All the anger and the hurt and the pain. Where do you think that comes from? I mean, I, for one, I mean, yeah, there's the whole theory of reptilians have been here all along and that they're in the government and that they're assuming identities. I mean, Marvel Comics basically did a whole scroll thing around that idea. But, but I mean, I don't know. I, and Marianne, you scared the shit out of me, literally, because I had my two freaking vaccinations. So thank you. But Marianne said, if I was talking with someone about the COVID situation, if you receive the COVID shot within the five year period, people will be removed from the world, which I don't know how true that is because I got my shots. It's, I mean, it wasn't five years ago, but it was like three years ago, and I don't want to go anywhere. So I hope it's not true. <laughs> I mean, that I'm, I'm being told by my guides that this is absolutely not true. Uh, Archangel Uriel is coming forward. I mean, he is saying this is not true. I've I had the COVID shot. Yeah, I mean, when same. it all started, I I had to. I was working. You know, I was yep. working two full-time jobs and I was working in the human resources, you know, area. I was working for the state of New Hampshire, helping parents reunify with their children. I had to get the COVID shot. Oh, okay. New Hampshire, we, we got to talk off camera when this goes off, but um, <laughs> that, that's interesting. But um, I, I mean, I don't, I can't believe that's true. I mean, I feel... Okay, supposedly someone who helped make the vaccine told her, parentheses, government. Um, I mean, the government's people lie all the time about things just to scare people. And I mean, I, Marianne, I'm not trying to doubt you at all. I mean, she even right. says, hopefully it's not true. I mean, I agree because right. I don't want to scare right. my, my, my wife right. and kids need me. But right. it's good I mean, to, it's good to ask our spiritual guides. It's good to, communicate with our soul and ask our soul like is that true i mean no <laughs> i got i got the vaccine because it seemed like the right thing to do and because the government right. said safe and i wanted to trust my government i mean right. if i started this I podcast if i started this podcast before then i might have thought differently who knows because i i never right. went back after the two and got my boosters or anything because i stopped believing all this stuff but I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot to, it's a lot to think about and it could literally drive you crazy trying to think of every It's a lot to digest. It is. Yeah. And that's why I just stay away from the news and everything because it's just, it's like, eh, garbage I mean, and at this point. I'm with you, Marianne, to some degree, because I, that's why I didn't get the boosters. Because I, I mean, COVID, I believe oh, was yeah. population, it was population control to a degree. It 100% was, I, I agree with that. I mean, but let's, all right, let's get off the uh, topic of COVID here because <laughs> it, it, it's it's been three years. No one wants to hear us talk about COVID anymore. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. But it's a, you it's mentioned a wild thing. it is. Mm -hmm. It it's, it changed the world for. I mean, yes, there are diseases every hundred years or so that make people quarantine and do that type of stuff. And no need to apologize, Marianne. It's just it's not your fault. I mean, I don't blame you. I'm I'm all about talking for it, but. If someone wants to put me on the show, talk about it, and they're a more political show, then yeah, I'm all down. But uh, we, I like to try to keep this show paranormal as best I can. <laughs> we go off the, we go, off, we go down a wormhole sometimes that we can't get out of. But it's just, it's no big deal. That's okay. It's all good stuff. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's all good conversation, which all matters. But you said something about awakening, and I asked every psychic, this every psychic, every medium, everybody who works in the spirit realm. I, I asked this question too. Because I've been told, and I believe there's been a huge spiritual awakening that I think I'm even a part of that happened in the last. I've heard people say it started in 2015. I've heard people say that it's happened with in 2012 that the Mayan calendar was the mark of the greater spiritual awakening, not the apocalyptic ending of the world like most people thought. So, mm. what do you think? I mean, I know you said there's an awakening going on, so you believe there's an awakening going on. But when do you think it actually started? And I love this question because everybody's different answers. It's a really good question um, because I actually haven't thought about it. So let me um, let me try to think about it and see. 
And Marianne, while she's thinking about that, yeah, you get the whole time between your paranormal events and Alien Awakening. Yeah, I I understand, and trust me, I scare people too. <laughs> trust yeah. me, it's it's been a it's been a lifelong. It's, it, I enjoy it actually. It's like a lifelong love of mine to scare people. <laughs> but but oh, 2013. Oh, that's an answer I have not heard before. But Marianne, that's great. If you've been helping miss people come home, that's awesome. That's that's an amazing job. Well done. But 2013, I have not heard that answer before. And I mean, I guess it kind of relates to the 2012 one a little bit because that was supposed to be in December. So December 2012 and 2013, not that far off. But I mean, yeah, still, that's it's like tail end. It's interesting. I'm I mean, gonna do some sense. research and see if, if there was something. Do you know, um, just off the top of your head, if something significant happened in 2013? Um, trying to think back to 2013. I was doing. What was I doing? I was working as a data entry person, so no. As far as I know, nothing happened in 2013. I mean, right. uh, Obama's. Second term started in 2013, but I mean, other than that, like nothing. Other than that, nothing comes to my mind about 2013, really. It wasn't a significant year as far as I know. I mean, it could have been something on the other side of the world that we don't even know about that happened that shook the earth, right? So it's possible. I mean, but it's just, I can't think of anything now. I just really. No, I mean, we had a, no, I can't even think of anything, honestly. I mean, was that the year we had the really bad hurricane in uh, New York? I, I don't think so, but I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know. It's just, I mean, things that affected me, though, wouldn't affect, it, wouldn't it, like, purposely affect the world. Like, if things affected me, it's not going to affect the world. And I, like, I'm like you. I have never in my life watched the news unless I was a kid and someone else had it on, or now unless my wife has it on. But other than that, I don't watch the news because, as a good friend of mine says, the news just makes you depressed. So why watch it? Right. right. So 2013, though, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. am 100%. Eh, eh, I'll add that to my list of options for that. <laughs> yeah. But, I just wrote it down, too, so I could check into it later because I'm like, huh. Oh, please. If you find anything, let me know. But um. I, I know 1956 I comes up a lot, and that is a, a huge, um, that was a huge change in the energetic waves with men and the way that um, they were starting to treat women. It's interesting. So well, that I was say, just I, came through too. I was going to say, since you said there's a big change with men in that time, I'm like, what, they stopped beating their wives and kids finally? But, I mean, because it's, my my father, were, my, like, both my parents were actually born in 59. So that's before my parents' time even. So that's going back to a time where, you know, I always say that I wish I lived in that time because things seemed simpler and things seemed less expensive. Right. I mean, yeah, obviously you got to adjust for money, what you made back then versus now, but still things seemed simpler and easier. I mean, right. hell, a shoe salesman could afford a beautiful house compared to what I could afford. So, yeah. And that's the 80s. I'm not even talking 50. That's the 80s. But still, it's just life goes on. But all right. The other question I ask every medium always is, and I kind of like usually ask these, which was the previous question I asked you a while ago, but whatever. What was the experience you had as a psychic that not that horrified you, but made you actually like almost have tears of joy or even possibly have tears of joy? Like, what was the thing that really like just stood out to you and was like when you knew your purpose almost, I guess. Like that's like when you actually like the experience that belittled you so much that you realized this is what I'm meant to do. Wow. Um my goodness. I know I asked the hard ones. <laughs> it is because hmm. It's so interesting because I keep seeing a bunch of the sessions and it's like, not just one is sticking out. Um, when I am like fully aligned and clicked in for a session, so much information can come forward. Um, so when I, it's helping people, right? And 
the position that I have is all about helping. It's, it's just like providing the mysteries of the world. That's a huge thing. Um, providing mysteries of illnesses that people don't even realize, you know, well, why am I sick and the doctor can't find it out, find out what's the matter with me? Why am I having these migraines? And the doctor is not finding anything. And then I come through with C3, C4 misalignment in their spine. Then they go and had an x-ray, get an email and boom. It's like, okay, yeah, this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Um, a lot of stuff like that, you know, just helping with um, healing sessions and somebody that had cancer and they were going for cancer treatment. And uh, they're like, yep, yeah, I think, you know, I have another year of treatment that I need to go for. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think you're going to be okay. I don't think you're going to need more treatment. And then I get an email saying that their cancer didn't progress anymore and they don't need any, any more treatment from Boston Women's Hospital. So it's like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is, this is it. See, that right there, that's why I do this podcast. I mean, yeah, I'm not helping people the way you are. No way in hell. Like, I'm nowhere near that. But um, I, I am, I mean, I like, I've been told and I'd like to think that it's because I'm getting people like you, I'm getting your voice out there. I'm getting, letting people know you exist and I'm spreading the word. I mean, if you can't perform the miracles in the Bible, be one of the freaking apostles who writes the book about it. So as much as I don't like the Bible and I don't like organized religion, I will use that metaphor in this situation. But I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's it works, what it, it is. <laughs> it, exactly. It works. It works. It's the best way I can use to describe it. I mean, I can't really use a Harry Potter metaphor in that reference, but um, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it works. And that's why I like doing this podcast because I want people to know that there are people out there that can help them. They're not the outrageously priced medical field. They're not the government and other organizations that are only looking to make money. I wish our, I wish our healthcare organizations were not looking to make money and we're just out there to help people, but that's not the truth. Sorry. So, sorry to say, I mean, there's yeah. good people out there in those organizations, but they're not there to, they can't control how much it costs to get something done. Right. So. Right. Well, it's tough. It is it, tough. You know, my, my whole thing is the, my dream and I'm like, I'm hearing it. It's like being downloaded into, um, into me right now is that, you know, my guides, they're really pushing me to speak up and try to connect with healthcare professionals so that individuals like myself who can scan the body, who can see things that maybe they may not be able to see. Um, we can work together you know, collaboratively because there's just so many instances, like I have one client and uh, their child has um, a seizure disorder and the mother has called the doctor's office and she hasn't like received a reply back. It, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's two weeks. But in the meantime, she's coming to me and I'm providing her information to help stabilize the seizures. So, you know, there's a, a lack of effort there and they, it could be, you know, very well because they just, they don't have enough hands. They don't have enough bodies. It is, but they also need to, I will be happiest the day that the medical community admits that they need to work with I mean, if our if the leaders of our nations are working with psychics, but the medical community can't do it openly, something's wrong there. There's a misconnect somewhere there because oh, a huge one, yeah. Well, yeah. The medical community, but then again, as someone who used to do medical billing data entry, they would need to make a code for it so they could charge for it because mm. nobody works for free in the medical world. Nobody works for free, so right. it's just or even at a. I mean, and then again, how would insurance bill it? That's the other thing. I mean, it's just, I'm not defending the medical community by any freaking means in this, but I mean, I could see the hurdles they are trying to prevent by not doing it yet. But you know, well, it's like, if there's a will, there's a way. 
You exactly. Know? I mean, there's a will, there's a way. Just like um, I worked with um, New Hampshire State Police last year with a, a missing girl. Um, and it's like, they, they do utilize psychics. They do. And oh, well, there's a, if there's a will, there's a way, you know? Well, since you mentioned that, I'll say this again. I've said it before on the show, but I do another podcast that's paranormal called Global Strangeness. And one of my co-hosts during COVID, before I met her, was doing a lucid dreaming astral projection class mm. online. And there was a New York City police detective in that class as well. And he said a lot of his f- fellow officers, uh, fellow detectives, are into the same thing because it helps them solve cases. Right. Yeah. Which, if the, if the police are starting to do it, maybe the medical community will start to do it eventually. I mean, right. there's hope. There's right. there's a hope there, and that's all we need is a hope. Because right. hope changes things. It really does. And It's about normalizing Yes. Us. It, it's really about normalizing us. All of and, us. And you said. I can't even go into the grocery store and, you know, if somebody says, oh, what are you? A few months ago, uh, like, what do you do for work? I wouldn't, a few months ago, I wouldn't have been comfortable to say, oh, I'm a psychic medium. I'm a psychic. I'm, you know, we have to normalize it. It's just so like woohoo witchy like you know people are oh that's voodoo that's that's whatever which i I say all this i say in the show all the time i mean when i grew up in the 90s the psychic was the crazy lady who has a little storefront in her house on uh, main street other than that (laughs) like they don't exist how wrong that perception was i've come now i now come to realize obviously but and it's funny because you actually just kind of almost gave me a prop there with the name of the show because the paranormal is the new normal. That's why the show is named that because, and I mean, that's, I get so many compliments on the name of this show because it's the truth. It's the truth. Oh. And that's when I was trying to think of a name for the show, the first thing that came to my mind was paranormal is the new normal. And all my friends, all my friends were like, cut out the is just paranormal, the new normal. And I was like, okay, I, I, it feels right. Let's do it. And right. So it, it is the new normal, and it, people need to accept it more. I mean, that's that's my goal. That's my mission on this show is to promote it to the point where people recognize it more. And yes, I'm one of thousands of people out there that have paranormal podcast doing it. I'm not stupid enough to not know that, but I may be stupid to some degree. I don't know. I'm not stupid enough for that. But I mean, it's just. But I told you something else. I wanted. To, oh well, before we go, I want to talk about your divine channeling side a little bit because. As someone who is agnostic and finds proof of any type of religion hard to believe, how do you know you're talking to angels? Like, do they straight out tell you, or do you just get the feeling? Or, I mean, how do you know? Um, for me, uh, because I've just I've been through like extensive training, I um, I interrogate whoever's trying to come through. So I ask them to show themselves. I ask them who they serve. I ask them what they do and how they serve. And then we go from there. Um, So, and they provide me a lot of information. Um, Like the archangels, they'll provide me information on what they do, um, what they have done, stuff like that. (laughs) <laughs> you're like oh <laughs> i mean well religion, uh, you know if we want to get into the religion part the number one thing that's been said across the board since i've been working with them is that all religions belong just like all human beings belong oh i yeah i 100 percent agree with that i mean i would never hate anybody because of the i mean i'll even put there's it better truth than that. in everything there's truth I and would, lies in everything I would never hate anybody because they are religious. I'm not gonna say because right. of the of the right. religion, because as an agnostic, people are gonna be like, "Well, you hate everybody with religion." No, I don't. I if if religion helps you, I applaud you. If it helps you, right. great. 
you found something I couldn't in life. That you you found something that I never found, and I applaud you because I wish I could find something that soothes me that way. That that religion soothes some people. I can't do that. It just my kids do it to me. My wife does it to me. Like they they soothe me in ways that religion can't. Maybe that'll change someday. Maybe. I mean, I've been to I've been to some churches where I actually had that feeling in my head where like something was trying to interact with me, but I just it was a visiting thing and it wasn't like a thing I can go to every week and try to reenact. Like mm-hmm. it happened once mm-hmm. and that's why I went from being atheist agnostic. It's when it happened once. Cause if I can get one feeling, then that's great. And Oh, sorry, sorry, Charles. Hey buddy. I'm doing great. Hope you're doing great as well. Oh, thank thank you, you for watching yet again. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, I mean, and you're not the first person I talked to that channels angels. I mean, um, mm-hmm. The I've talked to one of the first people I talked to was Carol Collins, the Pittsburgh medium, who she's a channel channeler of the Jeshua Collective. Which oh, I don't know what that is. It's funny how many people say that, but yet, like when I talked to her, it was like it was a common thing. <laughs> but I mean, the Jeshua Collective is a collective of angels, from what I've been, from what I understand. I mean, I'm nowhere near an expert in it, an expert in any of this, but I mean. Groups of angels may call themselves different names. I don't. I don't freaking know. I mean, angels do what angels do. I guess, but well, they're you know if if we're you just have to hmm. angels or you know it's like are they angels? Are they what are they? Well, I mean that's the biggest thing is if you believe <laughs> if, if if you believe in what Bibles tell us, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making you think he doesn't exist. So. I mean, who, who you got to think about who you're talking to if you're going to talk to anybody, any spirit. I mean, right. I, well, you I have mean, to I, definitely have to interrogate and make sure that they always serve in love. Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked to demonologists before, and I can believe they're underworld and that they're a heavenly, above world creatures, like or interdimensional creatures altogether. And that's the best way to put it, is interdimensional creatures, because all, if there's a heaven and hell, that's all they are, is different dimensions that we can't access just yet. Someday, I mean, CERN's pushing that line a little bit closer and closer every day, but I mean, other than that, like, we can't access them. I mean, I can't. I can't reach out and pull apart a freaking veil and walk into heaven and be like, what up, guys? Like, I can't do that. I mean, if I could, I'd love it. If I could talk to my father again, that'd be the greatest thing in the world. Because it's funny, he was my best friend in life. He died in 2017, and yet no psychic or medium has ever said he's both he's with me. Did so he I, fish? Not often. My grandfather fished. I heard yeah. fishing. I heard fishing. <laughs> that my one grandfather loved to fish, and he used to fish and all the time. A little with. fish, just showing me a little fish. Maybe we went fishing a couple times, but the only thing I ever caught was a pencil sharpener. Sunfish. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, that could be my that could be the one that, that could be the one grandfather too who I've been told was with me, which wouldn't surprise me. We were we were close, and I mean, he was a good he was an amazing man, and I miss him dearly. But he was on Earth for a good eighty years, so I can't be too sad he's gone. But it's and he loved the fish. Like he took us fishing all the time. He loved to fit. He not all the time, but a lot of the time. He he loved to fish. Like him and my grandmother would go on vacations when I was a kid just to go fishing and to ride bikes, like in Cape Cod and whatnot. So, I mean, it's oh, just, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they were a great. I mean, my grandmother still is great, but my grandfather was a great man. I mean, he just Aww. he was a he was an amazing grandfather, and what, both my grandfathers were great men in their own way. But was he in the grand- service? Both of my grandfathers were in the service. Because he just they, went like this. <laughs> both my both my grandfathers were Navy men who they were on the same boat. Apparently, in World War II, they got sunk in Japanese waters, but they didn't know each other at the time. Wow! And it's funny because I just watched the movie uh, USS in Indianapolis, and because I was I was doing a shark movie tournament on this show, but mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because that boat went down in Japanese waters too, and. My one grandfather used to tell me stories about sharks eating, like they were floating in the water for days. He said, and, like sharks would come and randomly take people, like that he was floating with. 
Like he watched his best friends get eaten by sharks. And wow. I, I, I wish there was somebody I could ask now what boat they were on. Cause I, I'm like, if it was the USS Indianapolis and it was, I'm actually watching a movie about what my grandparents went through. My grandfather's oh, went through, I should say. Then that's mind blowing. Cause that, that movie meant so much to me because of that. Cause it was, it's a stories my grandpa told me all the time about that situation. And it's just mind numbingly horrible, horrible, horrible situation. I mean, but war is never a good situation, but still it's just no, to be no. shot down in the middle of the ocean. Maybe, maybe no wonder the Navy. I'll put it out there. He may be, he may be no wonder the Navy or any armed forces for that matter, but it's just the way it goes. Right. And I didn't, I mean, to join the armed forces when I could have, it just was, it was 2006 and who the hell wanted to join the armed forces during that time when everything was going on in the Middle East. But, oh yeah, no, no. I never had an urge to do that, but, um, what, well, we talked about a lot of different subjects today and we went down a lot of different wormholes, which that's the point of this show. So we did good, but <laughs> I know we there's good. quite a bit there. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of open doors. Holy moly. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Well, the, important, the important part about the show is that after we're done, we can actually shut the doors back instead of letting things through. <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. and we had a lot of audience participation in this one, which I love that. That's the reason I do the show. So the audience can participate. Awesome. Even if they bring us down some holes I didn't plan on going on originally, but whatever, it all works in the end, and it's all meant to happen. It's all—I'm a huge believer in fate and synchronicity, and it all happens for a reason. So, oh, there's, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. before we go though, <laughs> where can people find you, and where can they, if they want to see everything you do, where can they go? Promote yourself to the fullest, basically. Okay. Um, so you can find me on Facebook at uh, Divine Direct Connections. That is uh, one of my pages. I also have Stay Wild Moonchild um, readings 222. You can look me up at that one. Um, I have a, a good following on that one. Or uh, Divine Direct Connect on Instagram. Well, there you go, folks. Please go check Linda out. And if you need any of her services, do not hesitate. She would be more than willing to help, just like all my guests are. And that's why I have these people on, because they're there to help you. And you know what? <laughs> a lot of them have given me help that I never even knew I needed. So that's the point. But, and Charles, that is respect. I respect your father for that. If he guard national SS prisoners, that's something that needs to be done badly. <laughs> so... No, don't, we're not going to go down that wormhole of what happened during World War II on that side, because that's a whole other wormhole in the paranormal field that I'm not going down right now, because <laughs> I'll be here for another hour then. But all my listeners know, find me on Facebook, Jeremy Bryant, Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with S Facebook group, name change coming soon. Find me on Twitter and the gram as Juggalo Bastard, and find me on TikTok as that Juggalo Bastard podcast. And you can find me on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. Where, this, where the videos for this are uploaded once they get released in podcast form, which you can find in any podcatcher. And you can also find me on Blind Knowledge Network on YouTube. And Charles wants to say hi, so I'll let him say hi. Hello, hello. Thank you. And, <laughs> and of course, you can always just find me everywhere. I'm everywhere. I mean, if you search my name on Google, you'll find me. No worries there, but... Until next time, I want to thank Linda for coming on. It's been an amazing episode. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the watchers and listeners for making this a very good episode for participation. I will catch you all next time. Have a good night. Thank you.